to the Run, Eat, Repeat podcast. If you love running or eating, you'll love this show. Now, here's your host, Monica Olivas. Hello, and welcome to a question and answer session of the Run, Eat, Repeat podcast. Today, all I'm doing is answering your questions from the at Run, Eat, Repeat Instagram, Storybox, and DMs. I accept all the questions. So it covers a ton of different topics, definitely an emphasis on fitness and health and running, but we're all over the place today. I am addressing how to increase mileage and speed at the same time, or if you really should, noon tablets, and my first hangover that occurred this weekend, what? Moving, and not moving your body, but moving locations where you sleep, my favorite eyebrow makeup, and more. If you have a question, you can leave it in the comments of the show notes or on Instagram. I am at Run Eat Repeat, Storybox, DMs, however works for you, or you can call the Run Eat Repeat voicemail line. So there are so many different options to ask me a question and also different options to get the questions answered and get this information. Want to make it convenient for you. So I am turning the video into a podcast. I'm just using the audio that I recorded to answer all of these questions right here. Let me know if you dig it or what your thoughts are, or if there's another way you'd like to get this information. Maybe I can order some sort of skywriting and answer them all like that. I don't know, but I'm open to suggestions, you know, and let's get into it. Hi, this is Monica from Run, Eat, Repeat, and I'm answering your questions from the IG Story Box, and I'm trying something a little bit different this time. I am going to be answering them via video, but also trying to record it for the podcast as well because I have a lot of questions, and I know that the videos end up getting long, and in order to multitask, if it's easier, if you prefer, you can listen to it on the podcast. So I'm trying this this time. Not sure how it's going to work because actually the mic is supposed to be closer to me, but if I get closer to it, I'm going to keep knocking into it. Someone actually recently asked, just in comments, this isn't one of the story boxes, they said, are you this, um, I don't know if they use the word animated, but they said like, do you use your hand so much? It was some sort of question to how I talk in real life, or is it just when I'm doing a video? I have joked and other people have joked that like in real life, I don't want to say I'm worse, but it's like runny repeat isn't a parody of me in real life. I am like a parody of runny repeat. Like I am like an exaggeration. It's worse in real life. Let me just say it like that. It's just a lot. I'm excited. Okay. So let's get to the questions. First one, will you come to Oklahoma and help me be a better runner? I would love to. I don't have any travel plans to Oklahoma anytime soon, but I definitely would love to go there. I would love to run a race with you and help you run an awesome race and we would have fun. So yeah. How would you suggest I increase my pace while increasing my miles? So once we get bit, by the running bug, it's awesome. And I love it. And I'm excited. But you still want to make sure that you are running smart, avoiding injury, um, enjoying it, 
And potentially, if you want to both run more and run faster, which I mean, of course, I do, you have to either get a training plan or write a training plan for yourself or work with someone. This is kind of a vague question because I do, it really depends on your current fitness level, how long you've been running, and if you're training for anything. Because some people do, right? You start training for a half marathon or whatever distance race, and that training plan has speed work in it, right? And then each week you're doing speed work, plus you are increasing your distance. So it's definitely possible, but I don't think you could just do it in general. I think you should try to find a training plan, even if you don't want to run a race, um, something that is going to get you on a schedule. One of the big things about running is you never want to increase more than 10% in distance each week. So you have to keep that in mind. And potentially you don't want to increase, and this isn't as set of a rule, but 10% more of your effort level um, or difficulty level. So DM me, we can discuss this a little bit more, but there's that. Where do I buy the noon tablets for water you posted yesterday? So this weekend, for the first time, in my life, and I don't know how I have dodged the bullet up till this point, I got hungover, like massively hungover. I've always thought it was weird that I hadn't experienced a hangover up till this point because it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Like there have been times when I have like gotten sick the night before and just been a mess. Let's say hypothetically, allegedly, whatever. I'm not going to admit to anything, but like hugging the toilet, just spent the night on the bathroom floor. And the next day been fine. Like woke up and just been like, hey, whoa, that was rough. Anyways, like how, huh? But not anymore because this weekend I got my first hangover ever. My first hangnail ever. No, just kidding. I have a lot of this. And I put noon tablets into my iced tea at Panera. And that is an awesome life hack. I actually sometimes have done this before races. It's just good. It's like an electrolyte thing that tabs that you can put into most of the time water. But I don't know why I've almost always put it in iced tea. Anyways, they are awesome for workouts and helping you keep your electrolyte situation balanced and keep you hydrated and they taste good. And they're also good if you're dehydrated from too many adult beverages. To answer your question, you can get them on Amazon, which I will put in the post when I post this, wherever. You can swipe up if this is a clip. I don't know what it's gonna end up being. Target, Sprouts is a health food store around here. I'm sure, Whole Foods. Um, I think I've seen them at like Walgreens even. So yeah, you can get them at the stores, but I think they are potentially cheaper online. And the more you buy, obviously the more they're going to, you're, you'll be able to get a deal. Are you still moving or were you? And do you speak Spanish? I do a little bit. I'm still moving. I'm always moving. I have restless leg syndrome. Um, yes, I actually started talking about it last summer. And just haven't been, I don't want to, I don't know what to say about it. It's been important. It's been on my mind. I just haven't prioritized it. I haven't just got aggressive with it. I think there were a lot of other things I was 
prioritizing or distracted by or whatever. And just recently, it's so funny because this keeps coming up actually this week. And just last week, I was talking to my mom and I said, I need to set a date for when I'm going to move, like when I want to be moved out of my current place. So yes, I'm still moving. Um, it's probably not going to be for a couple of months um, because I'm not in a huge rush. So I want to be smart about it. I don't want to go somewhere where I don't really want to be. Uh, so I want to be able to take my time, but I think I need to set a date so that I have a plan and I know this is when I will be ready to either rent or sell my current place and then have the flexibility to go to wherever I want to next. So yes, um, I don't really speak Spanish. If you say a little bit, we probably speak the same because that's what I would say if I was asking you this question. So there's that. Someone says, school's back in. Don't forget to thank your custodian, hashtag for your mom. I think this is because last week I went to, my mom's a teacher. I went to her classroom to help her set it up. And I took a picture. I think I posted it on Instagram. I could put it in the show notes if you're currently listening to the podcast. There's that. Um, and I do want to say that my mom is awesome and is really, really nice and thankful to the custodians and anyone that helps, like any of the, you know, room moms or dads or parents. There's a lot of room grandparents, right? Um, she's just like very, very good about being awesome about that. Shout out to her. She's a better person than me. But that list is long. Um, what's your secret to amazing eyebrows? Um, I think my secret is, and I don't want to say this, I'm a flex now. Um, I'm a very hairy person. I don't know if that's true. I don't, I actually don't know if that's true. I need to compare it against more people, but I have a lot of eyebrows, but they are blonde. So I get my eyebrows usually dyed or I color them in and it's hard to find a color that matches your hair when you have red hair. And I don't want to use brown. Um, I cannot use black. I it would look ridiculous. But I think in person it looks weird for me to use a color that is way off. And I've struggled with this because I don't want to have to color them in all the time. I want to be able to be lazy. So when I have the time, I get them dyed somewhere. And then I go to another place and I get them threaded or waxed. So the person that dyes my eyebrows, she has waxed them before. And I don't like how she waxes them. She makes them too, um, far off, like apart. I'm just like very particular about this because I don't know if you realize this, if you were watching the video, but I have very big features. Like I have very, very big, like eyes and nose and mouth, like, ah, and so I need a lot of eyebrows or I think it would look even even weirder as if it looks weird right now as is, but I try not to mess with my eyebrows myself. If it gets like super hairy in the middle, I will pluck the middle and sometimes like a couple of hairs right here, but I know it's hard. Um, cause I used to be like this, that once you start plucking, like you kind of go crazy with it. So if you cannot stop yourself, I would say, get rid of that, hide it from yourself. I let someone 
do the work for the most part. And when I don't have them dyed, which actually fades pretty fast because in order for it to be something on your face, I don't think it's like, I don't want to say real dye, but it doesn't last long. So it will fade. And then I get very sweaty every day. Like it just goes away fast. I'll color it in. I use the, um, the brow gel Anastasia of Beverly Hills. This is what I wanted to say when I was going on that redhead rant has an auburn color that matches my hair that I highly recommend if you have red hair. Um, there are a couple of other ones that are a little less expensive that I will link to in the notes when I post this. And yeah, is that, I don't know if that answered your question or I just rambled about how hairy I was. I hope that's helpful. Um, ask me another, ask me a follow-up if it isn't. Okay. Would you ever consider doing slash training for a triathlon? I would consider it. I would most likely not want to though. It's not something that's a huge desire for me for a couple of reasons. Um, one, I think it's a very expensive hobby and I have expensive hobbies already called running and therapy and yeah, it'll just keep me set. But buying, and I, I know all of this because I actually did like a little, a baby try in like a pool a while back and just to have, so I didn't need a wetsuit for that. I, let me jump even past that. A long time ago, oh my gosh, I think I was in college, I don't know. I wanted to do a triathlon because I think I was starting to get an injury or I had kind of sprained my ankle. And so I thought I would be a more well-rounded athlete if I did a triathlon, right? Because you would have to swim and bike and run. I totally think it makes you more well-rounded. You're using more of your body. Whereas running, it's so common to get these overuse injuries because we are doing the same motion over and over. Even if you are doing, you know, it at different speeds or doing speed works or intervals or whatever, um, speed work or intervals, you're still doing that same motion, right? So it is very common for runners to get overuse injuries. And I thought doing a triathlon would be awesome. And I still think that, but at the time I got a wetsuit and I got a fancy bike and I started training for it. And I just realized like, I just think it's kind of a pain to have to find somewhere to swim if you do not have that right outside your house and to set up your bike. And then I have to learn how to change a bike tire I don't want to do that. I don't, I don't want to do that. That, that doesn't see that like stopped being fun for me. I barely want to tie my shoe running. I'm like so lazy for being a distance runner, I think. Um, so I would consider it if someone legit did it with me, if like I was friends with someone that was an awesome Ironman person and trained with me and would, if I got a flat, fix my flat. Yeah. But I'm not gonna, no. Oh, and I also suck at bike riding. I'm a very nervous bike rider, so I don't even like to do it for fun. I just, I'm like, I'm the worst. I really am. I'm not brave. You guys like think that I say I'm going to go off right now. I'm going to go off because this is a big deal to me. I talk about being brave a lot. And I, you know, recently posted something on Instagram about it. Like when I say that, it is hard for me to be brave and that every single time that I do something that is scary for me, whether it is showing up at a race, like at the starting line, you know, signing up for whatever distance race, going to a race or speaking at a conference 
or going to an event where I don't know anyone, whatever it is, like I am not naturally brave. And those are really hard things for me. And then also I'm scared to ride a bike. Like I am the level of like scared that I am of things is you would think excessive. And it's the truth though. It is, this is just like who I am as a person. And I'm kind of scared to ride a bike. So there's that. That answer was all over the place too. Okay. Um, next question. Before your blog took off, what type of work did you do? Um, in college, I worked for a recruiting research company and I did a lot of admin stuff, a lot of research, but I was going to college to be a broadcast journalist. So I really wanted to be like a TV reporter um, or a news anchor. I, I wanted to be a journalist and specifically I did want to do journalism either online or on TV. And so I got a job working for a website doing some journalism and I got laid off from that. And then I just kind of had more time to focus on the blog and I was applying for jobs. I didn't expect the job, the blog to be anything special at that point. Um, but yeah, that's what I was doing. Someone says not a beer or wine mile, a margarita mile. Last time someone asked if I would do a beer mile or a wine mile. Um, I think a margarita mile, I need some time to process that. Right now I'm not drinking for a week. Uh, how do you get back into running after your first marathon? This is a really good question um, for, oh my gosh, this is a good question because running your first marathon, you've done this long training cycle. You've done a very long race that is so, so awesome, but also I mean, really crazy. After I did my first marathon, I remember thinking, I will never do that again. I will never do that again. Like my eyelashes hurt. Everything on my body was telling me, what the F is your problem? Why did you just make us do that? So I thought, never again. So I think after your first marathon, it's important to give yourself rest to recover. Don't make yourself do anything until you're ready. So give yourself time and then what you want to do is start running again for fun in a way that's enjoyable, which is probably how you started drinking the Kool-Aid and running and then eventually deciding you wanted to run a marathon. Like get back to that and sign up for a shorter distance race or a fun run or join a running club. Like there was, what is awesome about kind of training for races a lot of times is the plan and accountability, right? You know that oftentimes you have this plan, you need to run X number of days a week for this long. Someone or your training plan, right, is telling you what to do. And so get back into the routine of it. And maybe it doesn't have to be for as big of a distance, right, or as hard of runs, but get yourself back into the routine in a fun way. So there's that. Which marathon in October are you running? Ventura, it's my first full. I have not decided yet. I will either run Ventura or Revel Big Bear, I think. Janae is also trying to talk me into St. George. So there's that. Have you ever done the Marine Corps Marathon? Yes, I have. And I will put a link to it. It was an awesome race. So I had a really, really good time. 
And I highly recommend if you can run this race, definitely do so. It was an awesome experience. I actually did a video that I will put a link to because I just had a really, really awesome, positive experience. And that is where the video cut me off. I was recording it on my phone because I'm not fancy. And apparently my phone thought, you know what? That's enough of you. We're going to shut it down now. So I have some more questions to answer. I will get those up soon. Let me know what you thought of this. If this was a good way to get you the information, you can multitask at the same time. Like I said, you can also check out the video and some more information there and in the show notes at runeatrepeat.com. If you have a question for me, send it on over. You can leave it in the show notes at runeatrepeat.com or on Instagram, my story box at runeatrepeat, or you can call the Run Eat Repeat voicemail line. That is 562 562- 888-1644. And I hope this was fun. I will be back with a regular episode very soon. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Run, Eat, Repeat podcast. For more information, check out runeatrepeat.com.